But now I'm pumped up, Family Sunday, all the kids know her already, but some of you might not. This is our children's pastor, Jessica Longshore. Come on up, Jess. Good morning. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I um, would first, I need all my people, all the, sh- the short people, the children. If y'all want to come up front, you know I like it when y'all sit up here. I have to ask questions. I need to see your beautiful faces. It helps me not be so nervous. Some of you other adults that want to have childlike faith and join us on the floor this morning, please feel free to do the same. There we go. I can feel the peace washing over me as you all come forward. All my favorite people. I'm sorry, adults, but these really are my favorite people. We have a blast every week downstairs. I am the children's pastor here, and I'm on a team with two other ladies that we work hard throughout the week um, to get ready to have a blast every Sunday downstairs with the kids, and it is truly an honor. I have not been able to say without tears for the last two weeks what an honor it is to be a part of the team that... um, not just gets to have vision, but gets to execute vision for what the Lord is doing in this generation right here. As you may have picked up from some of our overzealous worship motion leaders, today we are talking about humility. We've been talking about humbleness downstairs all month. And we've been talking about how it means putting others first. Now, being humble doesn't mean that you're not a big deal. Sometimes we can get that just a little bit twisted. The enemy can get in there and say, stop thinking you're such a big deal. But that's not what humbleness is at all. It doesn't mean that you're not a big deal. It means that you see other people as a big deal. It's not forgetting that the people beside you are a big deal. I want you to think about some people that are a big deal to you. Who's somebody that's a big deal to y'all? Y'all can shout it out just like we do downstairs. Your mom, your mom is a big deal. Thank you. Extra brownies for this kid tonight. Your dad is a big deal. Some of you, your teacher's a big deal. For some of you adults, you have an author that's a really big deal. You've got certain pastors that you listen to, Chad up here every week, or maybe you have some podcasts that you listen to, and there's a lot of people that they're a big deal to you. If you were to walk into Starbucks, you might trip over yourself wanting to buy them a cup of coffee, anything to just get you a quick conversation with them. There's a lot of people that are a big deal, but it should be that everyone is a big deal. I want you to look at the person beside you and say, you're a big deal. Yep, look to the other person and say, you're a big deal too. Don't worry, you're a big deal too. We're all a big deal. But sometimes this is hard. Sometimes it's hard to see the person right next to us as a big deal. My children could probably give you some examples of times that I, I wasn't a big deal. I was maybe a loud deal or an angry, feisty deal. My husband could probably tell you about different ways that I sometimes like to show my enthusiasm for things I don't like. But, so it's really easy, those people that are really close to you, some of your teachers, it's kind of frustrating when they give you all those tests. So it's hard sometimes the people that we see every day to see them as a big deal. It's kind of challenging because we get to see some of the things that make them a little messy. Sometimes we get so busy, it's hard to see strangers as a big deal. 
Who in here goes grocery shopping with their mom or dad? That is a lot of fun. Have you ever noticed that there's someone always in the produce department? I don't know what they're doing to that fruit. If they're polishing it or picking out the bad fruit, but there's someone always hanging out in the produce department that works there. It's like the one department that always has someone present. But we probably don't see that person a lot. It's easy to just look past somebody instead of see them for a big deal. But it says that we shouldn't do anything just thinking about ourselves, right? Philippians 2, 3, Nick told us about that today. We shouldn't do anything that's all about us, our selfish ambition to get to where we need to get to. Everything we should do should be valuing others as a bigger deal than ourselves. So what gets in the way of this? Well, sometimes it's fear. I'm scared that if I let them be a big deal, I won't be a big deal. I don't want him to be the most popular kid at school because then I don't get to be the most popular kid at school. I don't want him to get the promotion because then I don't get the promotion. I don't want her to be a great speaker because I want them to remember me when I was a great speaker. We're scared that if we let them have an identity, it's going to steal our identity. But that's not how it works. Earlier this morning, we talked about guarding our path with the word of God. We love the word of God downstairs. We make sure that everything we learn is right here. So this morning, I want to see what 1 Peter 5, 6 has to say about being scared that if someone else is a big deal, you can't be a big deal. So 1 Peter 5, 6, I'll read it from up here. Humble yourselves, there's that word, therefore under God's mighty hand, under God, the creator of the universe, the creator of you, under his mighty hand, humble yourself that he may lift you up in due time. This translation I read this morning says this, humble yourselves power of God and in his good time he will honor you who doesn't want to be honored by the creator of the universe that's right nobody everybody wants to be honored by him everybody wants to hear good job faithful servant the word of God says that if you'll humble yourselves under him so that you have eyes to see what a big deal all the other people are that in his perfect timing he's going to make you the spotlight big deal but we got to trust him and when that little feeling comes up in us of no we don't want her to get all the attention we have to say it's okay she can get all the attention because my time's coming so I'm going to celebrate her time knowing that my time is coming I'm going to humble myself. The other reason we have a hard time with this is because it's really messy. When I'm at the grocery store, I'm too concerned about getting my groceries and getting home. I don't have time to pay attention to the the person working at the grocery store. When I'm in the Starbucks drive-thru almost every day, um, I don't have time. I need to hurry up. There's a whole line behind me. I don't need to say to that woman, "You, you guys are doing a great job. Sometimes it's as simple as, hey, is there anything I can be praying for you? If you visit Starbucks as much as me, the next time you can say, hey, I was praying about that. 
The worst that that can happen is them say no. But the best thing that happened is that person goes, gosh, that person cared more about me than her double frappuccino, mocha, latte, caramel drizzle, whatever it is that you delight yourself in. I'm a pretty simple Americano kind of girl, but to each their own. It's messy to interrupt our day. Or it's messy to see those people that are sitting alone at the lunch table. They're all by themselves. Or that person at work who's just bombing and you're like, well, I don't want to be anywhere near her. I don't want to, I don't want to go down with the ship. You know what I mean? It's, me- it's, it's kind of dangerous to get messy. But there's some scripture for that as well. So let's flip on over to Galatians 5.6. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Let's say this again. The what? The what? The only thing. Does it say this thing and the other six things in chapter six? Mm -mm. It says the only thing that counts is faith. And how does faith express itself through? Through All right, does it express itself through your to-do list? Through your schedule? Through the place you gotta be? Mm -mm. Through love, taking the time to love. Love requires humility. You have to be humble to have the time to get a little messy and love someone. Now, here's the thing. As I already said, this is really, really hard. I don't know about you, but I don't have to think about what I like. Are you confused, Jack, about what you like to eat? Do you like pizza? Are you sure? Are you very sure? Okay. Well, what about this guy right here beside you? What does he like to eat? That takes a little bit more effort, doesn't it? It takes a little bit more. We're not, we don't need to make too much effort thinking about all the things that I need and I want. That becomes very natural to me. It's considering the, the person beside me. It's considering the person at the grocery store. It's considering the coworker to desk over. That takes a little bit more effort. But I have good news for you. Not too many verses later in Philippians 2, it says, let his mindset become your motivation. Consider the example of Jesus and let his mindset be your motivation. So what is his mindset? Well, I want to talk about that. Is Chloe Bailey in here? Chloe Bailey, she may be hiding because I told her I wanted to bring her on stage. Is she here? Okay, come on up, Chloe. I think there's stairs on either way. And um, if you want to, when you get up here, if you can take off your shoes and put these socks on right here. Am I making you nervous? Um, It always gets crazy up here when they send the children's pastor up. So, Chloe, if you'll stand right on this side and put these socks on and just stand right here. This is how it was. I want you to pretend like this is heaven over here. And I'm God. I've always wanted to be God. I have so many ideas. (laughs) Now, I'm God three in one. Not only am I awesome, I get to be all three parts of the awesome. I'm Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So they're over in heaven, and it's amazing. I don't know if you've heard, but heaven is perfect. All the ice cream sundaes you could ever want. You don't have to worry about money. It does grow on trees. 
It's perfect over here. And God and Jesus and Holy Spirit were over here and they made earth. And then Chloe, you made a mess out of it. Man made a mess out of earth. Now, when they were here, they, they wanted to come down to earth. Originally in the Garden of Eden, they come down, they hang out. What's up, girl? How's it going? Best friends. But then sin came into the world and we made a giant mess. And all this sin made it. It doesn't mean they didn't want to be there. They wanted to still be best friends with us. The problem is God is perfect. And heaven is perfect. And so they looked down at the earth and were like, oh my goodness. Good thing we're not surprised. But that is a mess. But I really, really, really want them to be with us. I really want, I know how bad she needs Holy Spirit. I know how much my love can do for her life. And I know how much my love can do for all the people around her. So this is what they said. Hey, come on over. But here's the thing. Walk only on the path. And here's the thing, though. This is heaven and it's perfect. So when you get here, before you enter in, I just need you to put your feet here. And if any flower is still on you, if any sin is still on you, unfortunately, you can't, you can't come in. You can't come in, okay? So, but you can do it. I mean, you got this. Go ahead. Come on over. Oh, yeah. Okay. mm, Okay. You might want to brush that off because you can't bring any of that in here. Try and brush it off. Let me give you some tools. Yeah. Okay. Do a good job. Now, step on that paper. That's probably good. Oh, wait. Mm -mm. Nope. Didn't make it. Step going back, going back. You can take off those socks. There's sin. It was impossible for man to make it without some, even if you did a great job getting most of it off, there's still some of it on there. And unfortunately, God is a perfect God and heaven is perfect and sin cannot come in here. So you know what Jesus said? He didn't say, well, so much for that plan. Peace out. He didn't say that. He didn't say, hey, I'd love to come down there and help you, but I mean, that is a mess. He didn't say, you know, I got, I got a meeting at 1030. I don't really have time for that. This is what he said. I really, really want there to be a way. And even though I'm the king of the universe, I'm going to get off my throne. I'm going to come down here and I'm going to make a way. Now, Chloe, this is what time you can walk on my back and go to the other side. Jesus wasn't scared of our mess and he wasn't inconvenienced by our timeline. So let that mindset be your motivation. Thank you, Chloe. You can go, you can. If we think it's hard to get off our thrones, imagine getting off the throne of the universe. 
If we think we don't have time, what about God? Because he's, he's looking over billions of people. And he did this not just for me, but for you and for you and for you. It says, before I even created you, I knew you. Before I even created you, I had already planned to lay down and make a big old mess of myself just for you. And that's what he's asking of us. He's saying, who do you see every day? Who is it that needs to be noticed? Who needs to know what I did for them? Because you're a big deal because I did it for you. And you're a really big deal because I did it for you too. But there's some people in your life that don't know that they're a big deal. And I need you to not be such a big deal that you can't take the time to let them know it. When you leave today, we've got a magnet for every family. And it says our verse today, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go and put it on your refrigerator. And every morning, as you get out your heavy cream to put in your Americano, or whatever it is you do, I want you to think, who's somebody today that I can let them know they're a big deal? And in the evening when you get home, I want you to ask your mom or dad, mom, who did you make a big deal today? Roommate, hey, what opportunity did God give you today to let someone else be a big deal? Let this be a daily reminder to you that you are a very big deal, as is the person beside you. And how are you gonna get a little messy today so that you can let them know it? Let me pray for us. Father, thank you so much. Perfectly, you sat in a perfect heaven, but it wasn't good enough without us. Jesus, thank you that you came down and got really, really messy so that we could be clean. Thank you that you gave us the greatest gift of all time, Holy Spirit. I ask Holy Spirit that you put a courageousness in every single person in this room so that this week they may humble themselves and allow those around them to be a really big deal. We love you, Jesus. We are so thankful for you. This week may it be the boldest week we've ever had allowing our faith to be expressed through love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.